All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And if you are listening to this, I hope that you've had a wonderful, wonderful couple of holiday weeks. We are just about at the end of December, and I'm hoping that everyone got as lit as their menorahs, and all of our Christmas celebrators had Santa come down the chimney with care, and happy, happy holidays to all of our wonderful Draft Queens listeners. So this week, you know, we're coming we're coming to your earballs after the holidays and we're looking towards 2021 and the new year. And typically this would be the time where I say, "Michelle, how were your holidays? How did your team play? How was your consolation game?" And she would tell me all about it. However, because it is the holidays, Michelle and I are in different places and quite frankly, she's celebrating right now. So we are just kind of coasting through this very end to the wacky year that's been 2020, and we're taking the week off to spend some time with our families. But that being said, you know we love you guys, and we would never leave you hanging without an episode, especially over the holiday season. So we're doing everything a little bit different this week, um, but we've got a really great lineup for you, because what is a better gift at this point? than just some pure relaxation via podcast. And we were not about to leave you all hanging. So we've got a little bit of a different episode today. Michelle and I have recorded separately, but more on that in just a second. Um, You will hear, you'll hear from Michelle in just a sec. And uh, in the meantime, we'll be giving you a little bit of a Christmas history lesson because tis the season for learning a little bit about our favorite beloved sport, football. So we'll be doing a little bit of a Christmas football history lesson and really why Christmas is any different than beloved Thanksgiving and New Year's holiday games. Um, Christmas is a little bit different. It's not normally known for football. So we're going to explore that a little bit and go back in time. And then uh, to round out today's episode, we've got a little bit of fun for you. We've got some bloopers from 2020 because the next time you will hear from Michelle and I will be on Friday, January 1st, 2021. So we will be into the new year. This is the very end of Draft Queens for 2020, uh, but it's been a ride. 17 episodes of joy and bliss. And as always, more importantly than ever, Thank you all, you amazing, amazing listeners for always tuning in every single week, and we appreciate you for it, for listening to our advice, but more so just sharing this uh, awesome Draft Queens journey with us, and it just gets better and better, so 
We are really, really grateful for you for this holiday season. And uh, like I said, we wouldn't leave you hanging this week like any other week. So we're coming to you a little bit later than normal, but we are here and we are excited to celebrate this holiday season with you. Um, But it's not just me saying that. Of course, my other half has recorded a little holiday message for you all just to say thank you and uh, to to check in quickly this week so uh, we have something fresh and exciting for you. So I think it's just about time that we should hear from Michelle. So um, Michelle, do you want to say hey to our Draft Queens fam? Hello, Draft Queens family. As Kate probably already mentioned, we are sadly not uh, live in your earballs this week because it's Christmas time. And I had the pleasure of taking a 19-hour drive down to Florida from New York safely masking the whole way and seeing some family which is which is awesome but even though Kate and I are not together we're still bringing you a special episode a little bit different than our normal ones and uh frankly you know it's fantasy football finals week so if you're in them congratulations kudos to you what an exciting and interesting christmas you will all have uh watching this and uh waiting with bated breath to see if you become the champions while also opening presents or drinking eggnog or all of the above and if you are in the finals like i said congratulations and frankly you probably don't need kate and i to tell you who to start and who to sit this week so we'll have a bit of a different episode for you And uh, I just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and thank you all for listening thus far. There'll be much more post-holiday. There's New Year's games, there's Christmas games that y'all will be watching, but there'll be New Year's games, and we'll get into that. You know, obviously, there's still the playoffs and, and the, you know, Super Bowl to look forward to. So thank you to everyone who's been listening uh, we've been having a blast this season. We hope that you guys have been having fun listening along with us. Um, and we will be back in our regularly scheduled programming uh, after the Christmas holiday. So again, cr- congratulations, everyone in the finals. You're killing it. You know, Kate and I are just here playing for consolation. So uh, like we've said, no crystal ball. I didn't see myself in the consolation round. But you know what? It happens. It's fun. Get in some uh, DFS leagues uh, if if you're if you're out of your fantasy playoffs and you're not in the finals. It happens to the best of us, uh, but there's still some fun ways to uh, you know stay entertained and follow along. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, listen in as Kate gives you a little history of Christmas football games. Later, y'all. All right, y'all. Like Michelle said, we are so grateful for you. We hope you're having a great holiday. And we're already, you know, we're pretty far into this week's truncated little holiday episode, but we've got a second little special gift for you. The first being Michelle dropping in from her her time in Florida, celebrating in paradise. And now I've got a little something for you, too. What I was hoping to present to you all today as my holiday gift is really just trying to understand Christmas and football. Now, we all know the traditional Thanksgiving NFL games that happen every year or the New Year's Day college football bowl games. Those are kind of the two iconic moments for football throughout the year. What I was asking myself this particular holiday season is 
why is it not that way for Christmas? Why do we not play football on Hanukkah? There's kind of a a dark zone where, you know, we don't really celebrate football on any traditional holidays between Thanksgiving and New Year's. So I really wanted to find out why. So I'm going to take you all back in time and do a little bit of a quick history lesson between the relationship of Christmas and football. So we can go all the way back to the earliest days of professional football, the 1930s. The regular football season, typically at that point in the 30s, would end near the end of November. And the marquee games, the big games, were always played on Thanksgiving or any time into the first week of December. So that's just, that was the norm from the very beginning. Um, When schedules with the leagues, the NFL and the AFL, were standardized, um, that's kind of how it would all go. The only exception being between the 30s and the 40s, uh, 1943's championship game was actually held the week of Christmas uh, because of scheduling complications due to World War II. I think that that's understandable, changing football games because of a world war, right? So... Up until the 30s and 40s, most games were just played through the first week of December, aside from that one year. So the first NFL games that were actually played on Christmas, December 25th, was after the AFL and the NFL merger. And so those were the 1971 and 72 NFL playoffs. So Christmas and football was not even a thing ever until the 70s. And the first two games of the divisional playoff round were held on Christmas Day from the 71 to 72 playoff season. The first game that day was between the Cowboys and the Vikings. And the second game that day was the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Um, A fun fast fact about that Dolphins-Chiefs game, which I did not know until today, but that particular Christmas game was the longest NFL game in history. And so this moment in Christmas football uh, was kind of an inflection point. And this is what set into motion the avoidance of Christmas and football going forward. Because of the length of this massive Chiefs and Dolphins game, the NFL had gotten a number of complaints because people were annoyed that the NFL games were actually conflicting with their Christmas dinners and Christmas dinners around the nation. So ridiculously, folks had complained to the NFL and said we shouldn't have any football on Christmas. So there's always been this inherent tumultuous relationship between the NFL and Christmas. And so this is what kind of set it into motion in 1971 um, when the Chiefs and the Dolphins played the longest game in NFL history that happened to be on Christmas Day. And so the league came under fire um, because it was intrusive to the traditional religious family holiday and so much so that a, a legislator in Kansas proposed a bill to ban future games on December 25th. So that was the impetus, 1971. That was when this contentious relationship started. And from there, the NFL decided to not schedule any Christmas games for the next 17 seasons. Crazy, right? So I didn't know any of this. And then avoiding Christmas 
again, those 17 seasons, it became the norm. And oddly enough, over the span of 17 years, yes, it actually does take a considerable amount of effort to avoid Christmas. So when Christmas would fall, uh, usually I think in that span, according to the calendar, it would fall on a Saturday or a Sunday. And usually those Saturdays and Sundays are the days that NFL playoff games are held. So the league over those 17 years would split games between the 24th and the 26th. And they had to really jump through hoops to try to avoid the 25th because of all that backlash. And I think it it came to a head, it seems, in 1989 when the NFL decided, okay, let's try another Christmas game. It's been 17 years, something to that effect. You know, I think, I think we can give this another shot. And it was the Cincinnati Bengals at the Minnesota Vikings at a 9 p.m., uh, football slot. And so again, <laughs> this is at 9 p.m. Um, that the hope to schedule it at that later hour was to avoid interfering with family dinners. So crazy, right? I had no idea. And so the NFL pushed the regular season back one week in 1989. It was their one-off experiment to see how Christmas would fall on the last week of the regular season. And starting with the following season, because the league added a bye week starting in 1990, this made Christmas permanently fall during the regular season. And so in the years since, the NFL has played an occasional late afternoon or night game on the holidays, so on Christmas Day itself, but there hasn't been a Christmas Day game starting earlier than 4.30 p.m. since 1971, all to preserve your Christmas dinners. Crazy. And so just to kind of put a bow on where we are now, um, That particular legislative move, if you will, by the NFL set off a chain of Christmas games that did happen later in the evening on Christmas from 1993 to 94, 1999 to 2005, 2009, 2011, 2016 and 17. And for the most part, these Christmas games continued to be haphazard those those years and different intervals of years because of the Christmas dinner disruptions. Um, two more games were played on Christmas Christmas Day in 2017, which is a Monday. It's the Steelers-Texans, and then again, the Raiders and Eagles. And uh, that brings us to this year. This year, there was one game played on Christmas Day. Again, it was a Thursday between the Saints and the Vikings, 4.30 p.m. EST. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's an interesting holiday is really what all of this is to say, is that the relationship between Christmas and football has never been standardized, but it is really, really interesting that it's all for the love of you all being able to celebrate with friends, family, and loved ones on that special, special night. So for those of you who wanted that history lesson, thank you for sticking around just to hear it. I thought it was pretty interesting and uh, kind of serves as our our segment for this week to take place of the huddle and our stardom sit but a little bit of a history look back I feel like never hurt anybody. And looking forward, in the spirit of looking back and again looking forward to the new year, and because this is the last time that you will hear from Michelle and I between now and the end of 2020. 
we couldn't we couldn't not leave you with a little smile in this crazy crazy year so last but not least for this episode we'll take one last look back not as far back as the 30s 40s 70s and christmas football history but we'll take a look back now at our year as draft queens and co-hosts in 2020, and all of those moments that have brought us joy. And really, we hope that these bloopers and all of the moments that we've gone through in the 17 episodes this this season and this football season have brought you all so much joy too. We really, really hope so. And so we'll take a little look back. We'll play back some of our favorite blooper moments to end the episode. But before I sign off and before we get into that little montage, I just wanted to send, like Michelle said at the top of this episode, a very, very happy, healthy, and fruitful holiday to each of you. Thank you so much for listening. It really means the world and not to be too saccharine on this episode because usually we want to keep it light, but um, we appreciate it. It, uh, it. it brings us back to the mic every week over week. It brings us a, a real smile, and you all know how much we absolutely love this sport and all sports and how it brings people together. So in a year that could have really been just easy even more abysmal than it has been for so many. And it really has been a tough year um, on and off the mic for so many of us. And for, you know, us especially, um, this particular show and the ability to talk to all of you every week is it keeps us smiling it keeps us really happy we love hearing from you on socials we love the number of people who come back week over week to listen to us and um it really just it's a source of joy for me and for michelle and hopefully for all of you listeners so we couldn't leave you without saying a big big thank you and wish you the best week leading up to the new year. Hopefully it brings really new and exciting things. I can assure you it does for Draft Queens, so stay with us into 2021. But until we talk to you at the end of this week and until we talk to you in January 1st, 2021 is our next episode. So we'll see you on Friday. And in the meantime, happy holidays, everyone. And I hope that I am one of the few and lucky firsts to wish you a happy new year in 2021. So we'll see you then. Um, My team is so bad. I'm sorry. You, My you, team is so bad. You really, you really shit the bed. You really, um, I'm I like. I didn't. You did. There was nothing I could have done other than start a different quarterback and put Corey Davis in. I still would have lost. I still would have lost. All right, well, then that's just unfortunate luck for you, I suppose. Also, you should probably use all this tape because this is funny. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, <sighs> actually, please make sure you use all of this tape because this is fantastic. <laughs> no, okay, but here's the thing. Your team's not that bad. I'm looking at the names. You have Thielen, you have DK Metcalf. You Well, you screwed up on Corey Davis. That was your fault. Um, oh. But that would have been, what, 20 more points? That wouldn't have yeah. made a difference. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. killed. I mean, look, when you're playing against Mahomes, like, that's tough. That's tough. There may have been a chance if Herbert scored more than literal four points, you know? Here's like, your new goal. Here's your new goal. Win the consolation. Just win the consolation and try not to come in 16th or 14th. Just do yeah. that. That's probably the move. There was what. There was no way I could have salvaged this. I'm looking through it. No way.
No fucking way. We gotta keep. We gotta keep all this. This is too good. <laughs> I can't believe that I have my eye on the Bengals, but I just feel right, it. Tell me more. I'm tell feeling me more. it. You're, this you're year. all about Joe. You like the. You're all about Joe Burrow. I think that Joe Burrow comes from the right institution to make a change on a shitty NFL team. No offense to Cincinnati fans. We all know it. It was not a good year last year. We're on the comeuppance, guys. I'm here with you. We're gonna take it across the line. Joe Burrow. Excellent. Running backs, Joe Mixon. Excellent. I like the Joe the Joe and the Joe, Joe combo and J and J, baby. Let's go. He just, he just signed a four year, I think like forty eight million dollar contract, Joe Mixon. So like obviously the, the organization I believes love in him. I love I, it. I, I'm with you. I think I think they're they're gonna see a, you'll see a nice turnaround from uh, from the Bengals yeah, this year. Yeah, I hope that AJ Green gets a bunch of looks, Tyler Boyd. There's also someone on here. His name is Stanley Morgan Jr. That's a sweet name for a wide receiver. I love you. I just want to draft you because that's your name. Because I love your name. Guys, note to self, just because you love someone's name, don't draft don't them. Don't draft them. If, if your commissioner has not added additional IR spots, call them, text them, email them, go to their house. Well, up. maybe don't go to their house because you're bubbled. But <laughs> stay in your own make, bubble. Make stay them, in your own bubble. Yeah, stay in your bubble. Uh, we are not Do condoning not- going out. And yeah. <laughs> the draft queens gave me COVID. I left yeah. my bubble. No, no, no. Stay uh, in your bubble. For the purposes of putting this on the mic and on air so it's written and etched in stone, We don't believe in, well, we do, but we're not going to go this route. We don't believe in doing punishments. No, I don't. I I hate that. I hate leagues where it's like, if you lose, you will make you a bigger loser. It's like, no, no, we don't need to do that. I can see why it's fun. But you know what's even more fun to me is getting getting something you really want. (laughs) If you're the winner, you win. Like you win something exciting. So I think what we should do is, to your point, no punishments, but whoever between the two of us does better this year should win something. Okay. What, what do you think? I like it. I'm all about, look, if you're going to put in this much effort, I'm all about receiving something for my win. What the fuck is Gronk doing? What is he doing? Well, here's the thing. I'm convinced that, like, he went down there because obviously he wants to play with his boy Tommy. Uh, the coaching staff down there doesn't really believe in using tight ends, but they have three of them. And really, I think all they're doing is using the tight ends for blocking. So mm. bad on me. I probably should have thought about that before I drafted him. But like, he is he is just useless. I know very little about Bruce Arians. And I think that that's part of the equation here is that yes. I was listening to some breakdown of like, how are Bruce and the team getting along? And it's such like a new, he's having them over for dinner parties and he's getting everyone acquainted. Okay, that's the cute. The, that's cute. Fine. Throw, throw Gronk the ball. Don't get cute, Arians. <laughs> Don't get cute. Nailed Give it. Gronk the ball. Nailed exactly. It. That's exactly, exactly right. Hey, we're sponsored, bitch. Get it right. We're sponsored now. You better get it right. There was some talk of the Redskins, and I picked... Uh, they are so not the, I, hey, I, excuse me. They are not the what? Redskins, ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stardom, sit Daniel Jones looked like a rookie. Oh, uh, dummies. Like with his... Should call him Danny, Danny Pennies. Uh, Danny Nichols. Can we downgrade yeah. him from Danny Dimes to Danny Pennies? He, he looked like a solid five. Like he had <laughs> moments that were like, oh my God, Daniel Jones actually like hitting Darius Slayton, which we'll get into. 
And then you see him just throw a ball in the air and they intercept it in the end zone. <laughs> All for... right, so he'll go, we'll downgrade him from Danny Dimes to Danny Nichols and we'll keep yeah, you Danny posted Nichols. if he needs to go down to Danny Pennies. I love oh that we God. just came up with that. <laughs> oh my God. Coin it. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God.